Support for the evening newscast comes from Duncan House Diner, owned and operated by the Gamble family for over 20 years, proudly feeding Homer for three generations. Dine in at 125 East Pioneer or order online at duncanhousehomer.com. And from Bay Realty, listing and selling homes, lots, acreage, multifamily commercial properties, and property management in the Southern Kenai Peninsula since 1974. Learn more at bayrealtyalaska.com or by calling 235-6183. afternoon. You're listening to KBBI AM 890 in Homer and K201AO on 88.1 FM in Seward. I'm Hope McKenney with some local news on Tuesday, February 7th, 2023. Weeks into his first legislative session, Soldatna Republican Representative Justin Ruffridge is leading an informal caucus of first-time representatives in the Alaska State House. At a floor session last week, Ruffridge said the 17 freshmen in the House span geographies and ideologies, but are united across issues and in their newness to the legislature. Our purpose will be to discuss ideas, debate policy, and share those issues most important to the constituents which encompass districts from all over the state. Most importantly, we will continue to build on great working relationships. Members of the Alaska legislature organized themselves into caucuses or groups with similar goals or interests. In the State House, the formal majority and minority caucuses get extra staff and set committee assignments. Ruffridge is part of the Republican-led majority caucus. But there are other informal caucuses, too, which come together to discuss issues, like the four-member Bush caucus representing rural Alaska. The freshman representatives in the State House this year are the largest class in two decades, according to the Anchorage Daily News, with 17 new representatives. That's nearly half of the 40-member House. Ruffridge says many of the members met during a multi-day training in December to learn how state government functions. We also were able to learn and understand more about one another. We began to learn what was important to each other, We talked about the number of issues that were important to the constituents in our respective districts. He says they want to keep understanding the complex issues facing Alaska. And he says there will be times when they vote together and times when they don't. Let me be clear, we will not agree on every issue. But through meaningful dialogue, we will strive to better understand the reasons behind decision-making processes. Representative Andrew Gray, an Anchorage Democrat, is the caucus's other chair. A local organization is on a mission to put free period products in every Kenai Peninsula public school. KDLL's Riley Board joined the group's organizer as she brought the program to the borough's biggest school and has this story. Chara Wackler arrives at Soldatna High School armed with months worth of period products, posters, and talking points. First, she meets with the school's principal, to go over the plan. It's key to have them inside the restrooms so that they are not having to ask an adult um, and make that process even more traumatizing. Um, And if we could meet that need, we're here. Um, Wackler is the founder of the Peninsula Period Network, an organization that started last summer to destigmatize the menstruation experience within schools and expand students' access to period products. The organization collects the products through direct donations and monetary contributions. 
Now, it has enough products to install caddies of pads and tampons in schools across the peninsula. It is, um, the goal is to get period products in all 42 schools. After checking in with administrators, it's time to call in the student advocates, the partners within the school who will keep an eye on the bathrooms to make sure products are refilled and stay in communication with the organization. SOHI's advocates are Nova Polk and Haley Engel, who joined Wackler to show her the most used student bathrooms. Inside, Wackler shows the students how to install the caddies full of tampons and pads, which they command stripped to the wall. And at the elementary level, we put them up high, so like kindergartners and yeah. you know, but here, I don't think we really have to worry about that. The setup also includes a poster, which explains how a lack of access to period products can widen the gender gap in education and suggests ways to donate. The Peninsula Period Network has donation drop boxes across the peninsula, including in most community libraries, Soldatna Professional Pharmacy, the Seward Safeway, and Nikiski M&M Market, among others. Those locations have boxes where donors can drop off open boxes of products as long as they're individually wrapped. So someone has gone through a situation where they either don't like a product, um, they've used a couple of them and they just don't like it, they're not menstruating anymore, they have just random, we're a great place for them to donate things like that. They also accept monetary donations and have gotten larger grants from community organizations and municipal mini-grant programs. At Sohi, Wackler, Polk, and Engel hit three more bathrooms. Then the bell goes off. It's time to change classes. So many people are about to be in here. <laughs> they head to the nurse's office, where they'll keep the bulk boxes of pads and tampons, available whenever the caddies need to be restocked. Paul and Engel head back to class. Love it. Okay. Thank you, ladies. So you got my number, so if you need anything. So high is the third school Wackler has made it to. If she can put together a network of advocates at every school, she's planning to have every building in the district stocked by the end of February. In Soldatna, I'm Riley Board. Kodiak's Alutic Museum is now the sole owner of a rare kayak that dates back to the 19th century. The kayak had been on loan from Harvard University's Peabody Museum. KMXT's Kirsten Dobroth has more on the artifact's significance. The kayak's exterior is made from seal or sea lion skin that was stitched together by hand and pulled tight over a wooden frame. Tufts of human hair were also sewn into the seams. Amanda Lancaster is the curator of collections at the Aleutic Museum and Archaeological Repository. In the Aleutic worldview, hair is, holds a person's essence. And so by using hair in this piece, it, it's imbuing the piece with just an added bit of power. The kayak's split curved bow is also specific to 19th century Aleutic craftsmanship. And Lancaster says it's incredibly rare to find one in as good condition. It is such a unique piece. There just really, to my knowledge, aren't any kayaks that exist from that time period in this, this good of shape. Visitors at Kodiak's Alutic Museum have undoubtedly seen the kayak before. It spans about 15 feet on the back wall of the main exhibition space, where it's been on display since 2016. But it was on loan from Harvard University's Peabody Museum. 
That loan was set to end after 10 years, but the Alutic Museum asked for sole ownership of the artifact late last year. Lancaster says staff at Harvard were supportive of the kayak staying in Kodiak permanently. I think there's sort of a new wave of museum professionals that recognize, you know, that culturally sensitive artifacts like this, that they might be best cared for in their in their home community. There was no legal requirement for Harvard to transfer ownership of the kayak to the museum. That's because it falls outside of the Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act which mandates that federally funded institutions return certain cultural items, including human remains, to their tribes. Lancaster says there's a sense of relief in the community knowing that the kayak is here for good. We don't have to you know, worry about sending it back and, and just being able to know that it's here long term is really exciting. The museum plans to make the kayak the focal point of a redesigned gallery space in the future. In Kodiak, I'm Kirsten Dobrath. And that's the news from Homer. I'm Hope McKenney, and you're listening to KBBI AM 890 and K201AO 88.1 FM in Seward. Find us online at kbbi.org. Thanks for tuning in.